It's a new year. 2023 is here. Putting on my list of minis. New season, let's cheers. Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about the past. Time to get on the nut, your average Joel podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Your Average Joel. So we are actually coming towards an end of season three of Not Your Average Joel. After today's episode, we only have three episodes after this. So definitely be on the lookout for all of those. And, you know, today we have a really good topic that we are going to talk about once again. You know, I'll tell everybody in a little bit what this topic is. Because we've talked about this episode, I mean, this topic before on a previous episode. But before I tell you what it's about, um, I want to welcome back Gary to this channel. This is his second time back here. The first time he was on here was at the beginning of this season. Uh, we talked about materialism, and there was a very good conversation that we had regarding materialism. And today we have yet another good topic that we are going to talk about. But I first wanted to welcome him back. So thank you for being here, and it's good having you here. Hey, thank you for having me, Joel. Yes, absolutely. And um, for everybody that, you know, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you're not going to be able to see it. But if you're watching this, you may notice that I'm wearing a, a hockey jersey. It's because I'm actually going to a hockey game here after I have my uh, this good conversation with Gary. So um, just letting y'all know that in case you're all wondering, like, what what a random wardrobe you chose to wear today. So <laughs> so wearing hockey and uh, go Bulls. And hopefully by the time y'all see this episode, uh, hopefully they've already won the game. So we will see. So anyways, today's topic of the day is actually going to be on working out and exercising. So you're going to say, hey, you've talked about this before, Joel. And yes, we have. I actually talked about this um, back in season one uh, with my friend Danielle. We talked about a few different questions, stuff like what are some fun activities that you can talk that you can do um, as far as working out and exercising that maybe doesn't feel like working out and exercising. Like, what are some fun things to do? And then um, like, should you focus on certain body parts of your workout, like, you know, each day of the week? Like, should you focus on leg day one day? Uh, should you focus on your arms one day? Should you focus only on, like, upper body? So just different things like that. And I uh, thought that this would be a good conversation for me and Gary to have. Because Gary, um, as he introduced himself last time, he is in the military. And, of course, we know in the military that you gotta you gotta at least be in good shape to be able to do some kind of some physical things uh within like whether you're depending on which branch you're in i mean there's different requirements and all of that and there's um a lot of physicality that comes into all of this so i know that gary you know has a workout and exercise as like a big part of his um lifestyle and you know, he's very involved with that so i thought this would be a good time to bring him in and ask him a few questions about working out and exercising. And I think this will be even a learning experience for me because I definitely have been lacking in this area. I feel like I've I've been I've had my ebbs and flows with this topic. I feel like I, I have good moments of where I'm actually doing workout and exercising and then I fall off the track and then I don't get back on. So right now 
Um, if I'm going to be honest, I'm in that spot right now. So I think that this will be good to um, have a conversation about. So I'm actually going to go ahead and get into this first question. So when it comes to the world of exercising and working out, um, there's this phrase that I know everybody's heard at some point in their life. It's the phrase says, no pain, no gain. So when people think about that phrase, um, I feel like it can be looked at from like different perspectives and different opinions on this phrase. So I was curious, in your opinion, do you feel like this phrase can always be like a positively like motivating, motivating uh, phrase to where it's like, yeah, it's like I'm, you know, if it's not hurting, I'm not doing it hard enough. I'm not trying hard enough. Or do you feel like there are times when this phrase can actually lead you to do more harm than good? Well, hey, I really appreciate that great, great question. Um, so the phrase no pain, no gain. Well, first of all, let's talk about the word pain. Uh, pain is a very subjective term because what feels painful for me may not feel painful for you and vice versa. So uh, pain is a, uh, you know, it's it's a broad spectrum. So um, it's all about assessing yourself, uh, assessing your limits um, to know what is pain um, in, 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 in the world of working out and fitness. Uh, but what I do like, uh, what the, the, the saying I prefer is slow progress is progress. So at the same time, I, I like to encourage people to exert themselves while they're working out. Like when I go do my weightlifting, I like to, I like to progress by through time. And, um, so I always encourage people just because you don't see a result today or the next week, doesn't mean you're not going to achieve the result, reach your, reach your goal over time. So like I said, slow progress is progress. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's a very good phrase. I would much rather hear that phrase because it almost comes from more of a, I guess, more of a motivating, you know, vibe, I guess, when you think about it that way. Like, I would feel more motivated to hear that because when you think of slow progress is progress, you don't feel that pressure of, like, just because you may not come back having a little bit of soreness, you know, some people may think, that well, that means I didn't, like, have a a good enough workout but sometimes you don't have to be sore to like have a good workout as long as you're moving and you're you're getting good you're making some kind of progress compared to where you were which is probably for me where I am is doing nothing so like if you're at least going to the gym and doing something even if you're not coming out of it in like soreness or pain I think that it's still progress so I, I definitely like hearing that phrase better because like you said when it comes to pain um, there are some things that you could do that you may not feel pain at all, but like I may do that same exact thing and I'm going to feel pain like for a couple of days. So it just, like you said, it's very subjective. You could feel um, the difference and, and, you know, everybody has their limit. That phrase, the no pain, no gain, it almost could feel like there's like a pressure that's put on you. Like you feel like you have to come out of your, um, work out maybe in more more pain to where you know it's gonna um like you feel like maybe that's that means that you're making progress but I feel like it I don't know I feel like maybe that's just my way of thinking it and maybe other people may not think that way but I think that yeah when I hear no pain no gain I, it almost makes it sound like you're not going to get through 
um, you're you're not going to get to your goal unless you go through some painful moments or something like that. <laughs> right, and that you make a valid point. You go to any gym, everyone has different goals. You want someone wants to, you know, do bodybuilding. Someone wants to do, be a runner, have the runners fit, runners fitness, or they want to do um, like yoga. Or uh, everyone has different goals. So the the phrase "no pain, no gain." People might get pressured into overexerting themselves and increasing that risk of physical injury so um i i don't i tend not to use the phrase no pain no gain i mean i use it from, from time to time but it's just you got to be careful with your audience um but i prefer the phrase slow progress is progress it goes back to what i was saying about that book uh by jeff olson it's called slight edge is that cumulative effort that you do you choose to do every hour every day every week even to the seconds, all the choices you make, it adds up to become what you are right now. And what you choose to do in the future determines that, you know, how, how well you reach that goal. So, you know, I, I you know, make, make that routine a habit, like make that fitness routine a habit. It's like, you know, for example, I go to gym and um, I always make it a habit of doing, you know, at least hundred pull-ups and not, you know, doesn't mean you do a hundred pull-ups at, you know, we walk in a gym. It's, you just do 10 pull-ups right now, do some other stuff, go, you know, go take a break, come back, do another 10 pull-ups and to the point where you could do hundred pull-ups total. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good way of thinking of that too, because I think a lot of people do, they may see somebody that may be more in shape and they may see how they are currently doing things in the gym. But what they don't realize is that everybody had, you know, had a starting point somewhere. Not everybody went immediately in and thought, you know, oh, well, I'm going to go do a hundred pull-ups. I'm going to go do all of these big weight lifting and stuff like that. So I think people tend to compare themselves to others a little too often where, you know, we may see somebody, um, you know, that is at that point of, you know, of their workout journey to where they are comfortable with doing a hundred pull-ups and at the, you know, one time instead of having to come back and do it. So I think um, that's one thing that I feel like people should be a little bit more, um, I guess, patient with that not everybody's journey is as quick as others. So and I feel like I'm I'm saying that even talking to myself because I can feel like I have those moments of impatience where I may notice somebody that's in a lot better shape than I am. And then I start thinking, I start like, <clears throat> I guess, observing the way they do their workouts. And I think, well, I'm going to go try to do the same thing. Then it's like, then I fail miserably at what they're doing. And it's because it's like, I haven't built myself up to that point. I'm, I'm trying to start from step one and trying to jump up to step 10 without doing the other things in between. So I think uh, that's where even, yeah, the no pain, no gain can come into uh, the equation where, you know, people think that, um you know, that no pain, you know, can or like, you know, having pain means that you're um, doing better for yourself, which uh, for me, I've learned a lesson that that's not always the case because I have gone into the gym and tried doing so many different workouts. I'm thinking like, gosh, I just want all this weight to come off. And like, I'm trying to go like overdo the workouts and right. 
And then I end up getting very sore. And then it's like, well, I can't go to the gym until like the end of the week. Or sometimes I may just wait another week. And it just, it ruins, it destroys the whole purpose of you going to the gym of trying to, whether you're building muscle or losing weight or, or both. And, um, and like realizing that um, you're really defeating the whole purpose, you know, when you overwork yourself out and, um, and I've definitely done that way too many times and I still haven't learned my lessons sometimes because I go in there coming out with um, a lot more pain and it definitely does not gain me to any getting anything to where I am getting towards my goal. If anything, I feel like I'm just um, not losing weight and probably gaining weight. So, yeah, I'm, I'm probably having pain. I'm having more pain, more gain at that point, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. You know, that that no pain, no gain could work against you um, because a lot of a lot of it being that we have we all have our egos. And when you're seeing someone who who could outperform you, you in the gym, you tend to want to strive for that, you know, that level, even though you may not be at, at that level of fitness. So um, people tend to push themselves more than they need to um, biting off more than they could chew. And that's what happens. They'll suffer some physical injuries. And there you go. And they're, they're experiencing pain, right? And then that pain will work against you because it's discouraging you from going back to the gym. And you're, therefore, you're not able to pursue that goal of, I want to lose weight or I want to be more fitter, etc. Yeah, I almost feel like in a way you're almost like a therapist between me and my relationship with working out because that's exactly... Um, how I would describe it. I have this like unhealthy pattern of like, I'll go to the gym, then I'll overdo it. Then it's like, I don't want to go to the gym if I'm going to have this all the time. But it's because of me not doing my part and like just starting slow. So that's been my problem for sure. No uh, mild to moderate pain. No, no mild to moderate pain, no gain. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I like that phrase a lot better. Like I think just having a little bit of soreness is, is healthy, but you're having that terrible soreness to where it's like, oh, I can't get out of bed without being in pain, without like move, like I can't even like move anything. I'm in terrible pain. I've, I've done that way too many times. So for anybody that's listening to this or watching this, definitely take it from me. Don't try to start off where those people that are already in very good shape are at because um, it, it takes a process to get there. Everyone has to go through it. No, it's not easy for anybody to to get to where they are. They, you know, they may have a, a really good, you know, body. They may have the big muscles and all that. But it's like it, it didn't just happen overnight. It takes a long time to get it through. And it, it had, there's a healthy pattern that comes in place. So um, in a way, it actually leads me to my next question. So um, from your perspective. Um, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people make in the gym when it comes to their personal workout? Like maybe just from observing, you may notice that the way that they're doing their workout, what are some like big mistakes that you see people make? Okay. That is a great question. I think people's biggest mistake is not being consistent with their, uh, with their workout. Um, I'm, I'm not saying they're doing one exercise and then today and then work doing a different exercise the next day uh the what i what i mean is that they're not sticking to one plan they're going they're jumping one from one plan to another plan within weeks or months 
Um, and here's the thing. All these workout plans, they work. It's just they all have different goals. So if you're trying to pursue all these different goals and then changing your goals, you're never going to get to that ideal result because you're just constantly changing plan. It's like switching doctors and every doctor has different recommendations. Um, and then you realize that you're not getting better. So uh, stay to stay to one plan and be consistent with it. Like do, like I said, make your, make your routine a habit. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good answer that you brought up because I feel like way too often people do, like you said, there's a different end goal for each workout plan that there is out there. And if you're, if you try to stay consistent with one goal for one week and then the very next week, you just completely flip it and like do something completely different, um, then you are, you, you're never going to reach that first goal because then you just jump to a whole nother uh, second goal and then and then you try to change that again and it gets all messy to where like you're you're never going to see progress if you just keep switching it up and um it's like you said it's good to have consistency because if you're if there's so much chaos within your workout life to where you're you're not really consistent uh, with one set plan I think um I, I can see where people don't make it too far and then that's where people start um blaming blaming not themselves but they start blaming like i don't know they'll probably just start blaming like the the gym itself they start probably blaming all kind of other things where that they like well if like well this plan didn't work for me so i'm going to go to this plan and that's kind of where the impatience comes in where people start thinking you know well well crap this this workout plan didn't work for me i'm just gonna go do this one this one's gonna work with that same goal that i had in the first plan but it's like they don't realize that like different goals or like you know different um plans have a different goal at the end of at the end of that plan so you know if people can fall um into that trap of like having that inconsistency and um it, it could definitely um make someone feel like I have, i'm making no progress and um, i'm wasting a lot of money in the gym um trying to fall into this uh trying to work out but then what they don't realize is that they're doing different workout plans and it's it, it will never get you to your end goal or if it does it's going to take forever to get there <laughs> right and that goes to my at least my next uh recommendation uh my next topic is um the second mistake is that people don't keep it simple um they overcomplicate the workouts they go in they want to do you know 12 different circuits and then over time, you know, we can't remember, you know, as human beings, we're not able to remember all everything. And if you go in and, you know, and make your, your fitness plan so complicated, you're not going to, you're not going to remember anything. So just, you know, I, the way I do it, when I go to the gym, I, I stick to seven different exercises, and th those are the seven different exercises I'm going to do that day. And um, it, just keep it simple and keep it consistent. Yeah, that that's really good. You know, I think um, people do tend to overcomplicate it and think like like this is the formula to to get a successful body, whether it's you're trying to lose weight or whether you're trying to gain muscle or you know or anything like that. Yeah, people like to overcomplicate it and put all these different formulas and um, when at the end of the day, it's very simple. There's just a very simple pathway of doing it. Like I start thinking like for an example, I'm thinking of like math back in high school like i would think of 
just regular basic math that like we learned in like elementary. But then when you get to middle school, the here comes algebra. And then then like there's there's so many things to where you can just you can just see that like like you you still came out to the same result that you would have came to if you just stick to basic math like in elementary. Like I think of like if it's like 7x plus 5 equals 24 fine <laughs> x it's like oh my gosh but then of course i know once we get in high school it gets even harder than that when when you bring in like geometry and calculus and all that but i i bring all this up because i just think of you know sometimes we do just have to simply just keep it simple just start from step one like we we over complicated by trying to trying to think that we had to like really perfect like everything but it's like if you just keep it simple and straight, it, it will it will take you farther than us trying to overcomplicate things and trying to um, fall into thinking that we have to fall into like different plans and different uh, workouts. And but if like I said, like you said, if there's consistency and just simplicity within our gym life, um, life would be a lot easier for us. We just have to stop being so stubborn sometimes. Oh, yes. And now, you know, if you go on social media or television, there's always different workout routines, different plans where they have different meal meal prep plans. It's just there's so much options to choose from. I mean, you know, just to, to start off, just stick to one and just stick with it. Don't don't try to jump from one plan to another. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that that's some good advice. Just stick to one. Don't don't try to fall into so many different ones because um because every every workout has a different there's like a reason for those workouts and you don't want to like put too much juggle too much like working out and then um then you don't realize you know then you get kind of confused on what what is actually helping you and what's not helping you so <clears throat> yeah just keep it at one and just go from there keep your life a uh, real life example um, so in 2019 and 2020, I was deployed to Baghdad, Iraq for nine months and, uh, during COVID back, uh, March, 2020, they shut down our gym. So there's, we don't have, we didn't have any fitness equipment to work, work off of. And people, people's morales were dropping because they didn't have a gym to go to, but there was right next to my clinic, there was a pull-up bar, there's a bench machine and a tire and a sledgehammer. And those were the three different exercises I did. I just did it with higher repetition because there's no other equipment to work off of. So I was doing a lot of pull-ups, doing a lot of bench press, and a lot of sledgehammer uh, workout on a on a on a on a tie on a giant tire. Well, let me cor make corrections. Four four different exercises. Um, on the fourth exercise being tire flips. So those are the four different exercises I did for the the last couple remaining months while I was there. And I was super fit because that's all I, I was just doing in high repetition. I just did a lot of it. Yeah, that's, that's really good. I think that um, you even bring up another good point that I'm thinking of, like many people think that like, um, that like you have to go to the gym to reach your goals, like, which is good to have the gym equipment and stuff like that. And, uh, and like different machines and, you know, all of those serve a purpose, but you know, it sometimes can just start simple by just doing exercises at home. There's different things that you can just grab out of the closet and use as workout stuff. Like, 
Um, I can't think of like an example right now, but like I'm sure there are many things that you know you can just um you can find within your house, or you can even just go outside and uh, do different kind of workouts and exercises. So I think you know even for those that are like me that haven't gotten the gist or like gotten the gotten it down like to a wire to where like you know exactly how to get to your end goal losing weight um i think just starting starting at home like trying to start with your home life and trying to find a good workout there and then like maybe um once you get it to where like you kind of know what you're what you're doing and like what you have in mind like and knowing your goal of like where you're trying to get to in your health um then like so maybe the gym could come to an equation but yeah sometimes I think you know starting from home can be a, a good thing you know just uh making that you know making that lifestyle easier to apply it to your gym life I guess Absolutely. Um, you know, you could definitely stay fit just by staying in your home and doing the, the basic exercise. When I was in dental school, all I did was push-ups and air squats in, in my in my apartment. And um, what I would do is every time the, the commercial comes up, I would do knock out as many push-ups as I can until the show comes back. Or uh, And I switched up to air lunges, air, air lunges or air squats. When the next commercial comes up. Yeah, so there you go. That just goes to show that like you can you can make it work. Like even if you're not in a gym, that there are many different ways that you can get some good basic exercises in. And and that kind of just goes back to Gary's point of like making slow progress, you know, and that's leading you to making some kind of progress. It's you know, it just goes to show that as long as you're getting yourself moving and you're actually trying to to reach your goal by even just doing those simple things at home. It, it will take you a long way when you really think about the big picture of it all. And also, if you look at pr prisoners, you know, the the prisoners are, a lot of prisoners are, are big because they, they work out a lot. And if you think about it, in, in prisons, they, didn't have, they don't have fitness, they don't have a gym because you know, there's a possible fear that, uh, fear that the prisoners will use the fitness equipment as weapon. So mm -hmm. guess what they're well, guess what they're doing inside their cells? They're they're doing these basic exercises in higher repetitions. Yeah, that is, that is very true, and that I think yeah, like I like that you are bringing up the word repetition. I think that that needs to be like even more highlighted as far as like how to reach your goals. And I think yeah, just having that high repetition of you know, being consistent and doing those same kind of things, um, it will definitely help you get to your goal a lot quicker if you um, are a lot more consistent and repetitive with what you're doing instead of um, trying to just do it like once every other week. And it's like, we know that that's not going to work. And I think, you know, we gotta, we just gotta get that, you know, get that stubbornness out of our heads, people. We just got to quit overcomplicating things and thinking that it's so hard to work out. Like, you know, I'm never going to get um, to my goal because it, there's so much that you got to do. And when in reality, it's it's not that hard. We just make it harder on ourselves. We're, we're almost our worst enemy. Like our minds can be our worst enemy when it comes to that area of our life. Absolutely. And so I'm, I'm, I say this all almost basically talking to myself, really, because I'm, I'm my worst enemy when it comes to that area. I tell myself, like, 
uh, like, I don't want to go do this. I'm like, I don't want to, I'm just too lazy or I'm too tired. But then at the same time, then I start complaining, like, oh man, I feel fat. I mean, I feel like I, I want to be in better <laughs> shape. So it's like, like, y'all, like you gotta, you gotta just stop, you know, get, get out of your head and just, you know, get, get going. Like you gotta you stop making excuses and then start complaining about you not having any progress being made is because you're not making any progress. So, um, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of me talking to myself in this case. So I'm just, <laughs> I feel oh, like I, to try to do also, better with this. Your, your mind plays, you know, our mind plays tricks with us a lot of times, you know, it tell you one thing and tell you, tell, tell you something different, the opposite you know a second later (laughs) yeah exactly yeah we it is a mind game it's like constantly going on with with this topic specifically in my life um for the past probably ever since i was like really ever since a teenager i've always had this like struggle with my body to where it, it ties into like insecurities and stuff like that but like i can never seemed to find the right thing to do. Like, I, I feel like in 2020, I feel like I had it down because I was on the treadmill and, like, trying to lose weight that way, and it worked. But then I feel like my body got so used to just doing one exercise that, like, I was I was at a plateau. Like, I was just kind of not – what never made it to my goal of getting down to 200. Very close, though, but I was, like, kind of stuck at that plateau – and that's kind of how I am now, even though I'm not working out, but I've been trying to change like my eating habits. And like, I know that's a big part of like losing weight too. But since we're talking about working out and exercising, like I haven't done none of that. So like, um, you know, I feel like I'm kind of at a plateau, even trying to do the strategy of no workout, no exercise. So just trying to find, trying to find that balance is, um always been a struggle for me. And you know, hopefully, even after having this topic uh, done a second time, you know, maybe I can get it in my head that like, you know, you gotta, you gotta do the work, like you can't, you stop complaining about being fat or like being like you're out of shape when, when you can easily just do the stuff even here from home, like, like, because I work from home after work, I can just simply just do these things. I'm just, um, I'm just kind of like, hard-headed when it comes to that stuff i guess yeah well you can start you can, you can start by having a notepad and just write out what you want to do what you need to tell you tell yourself what you need to do each day you know monday do 100 push-ups in that day um 100 sit-ups 100 squat air squats and just write it down on your notepad and just remind remind yourself okay gotta get this done and it doesn't have the 100 push-ups in one sitting you just do 10 this hour do 10 another hour um until you reach that 100 and that's man that's very manageable yeah yeah it really is like i think the way i set it up in my mind is kind of like what we were talking about earlier like i you know how you said you go to the gym and you could do 100 you know pull-ups but it like um, in my mind, I'm almost thinking like I have to do it all in one time, but it's like I can I just got to keep reminding myself like you can just do it throughout the day and still reach that same goal. You know, it's just, um, you know, I can I just seems like it just will not like sit in my mind. And like I, I had to constantly remind myself that like, you know, you got to 
realize that like you can reach those same exact goals that that Gary does a hundred pull-ups, but like you can do the same thing and just do 10 at a time and you know come back to it and reach that same exact goal. So it's like, you know, it's it's uh just something that I gotta constantly remind myself I'm I'm too I get bad at those kind of things where I just assume that like you got to do it all in one one moment. Like you can't just stop and then like do it a few hours later. So, right. <laughs> uh, so. And you, you run you run on a treadmill. Yeah, yeah. We have a treadmill here at the house, so you know I got okay. a treadmill to where I, I have easy access to at least. Right. What's your goal, though? If you don't mind me asking. <clears throat> so. I'll, I'll... Do you, what is the distance that you run? Um. So, well, as of right now, I'm not doing it. But at one point, I was running like four miles a day. Okay. Why don't you try running uh two mil- two miles in the morning and two miles in the afternoon? Yeah. And instead of doing a jog, you do a, a two mile sprint. Yeah. Yeah. That might. Uh, yeah. That's a good. You know, like starting point to have. I feel like, you know, see, another thing that I like, I feel like I start trying to make excuses with. I, I already, as soon as you said that, I thought of an excuse and I'm about to tell myself, Joel, don't make excuses. But um, like I have asthma. So like that's one thing that like I start trying to like make an excuse for that like, you know, oh, man, am I going to pass out on the on the treadmill? But it's like if you, if I just have a consistent run to where like I'm not overdoing it or overexerting myself to where I'm not getting enough oxygen in. Um, I, you know, I feel like it can easily be done. I just gotta, I just gotta actually do it, motivate, but my, excuse me, motivate myself to actually do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's really doable. Yeah. As long as you're met, like make, you say your, say your goals to be a realistic, a realistic goal and make it manageable. Divide yeah. on yeah that's a good that's a good way of thinking of it divide and conquer just you know it can it can easily be done and it can be my reality if i actually really put my give my everything to it like you know really put it all in and make the effort to make it work so you know i think that you know even that is going to motivate me to try to do better uh especially this week because um before we got on this call i was telling gary that I've gained a few pounds and a lot of it is due to like some of the good holiday food that we had here over Easter, which hopefully everybody had a good Easter. I know I did. And um, the food was really good and had some good leftovers, but I'm now seeing the results of it on a scale and I do not like it. And <laughs> so, so it's, um, yeah. you know, it's time to get back on track. Both. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, I guess the next question that comes to mind um, is like, do you feel like there's, there is like a certain like proper etiquette that people should fall in line with when it comes to like being at the gym? Like, I guess examples that I'm thinking of is like, I've noticed like on social media, a lot of people like to record them working out. Some people don't like that, like people that are around them, surrounding them. Um, they start complaining about like, you know, you, you don't need to be recording like yourself working out or stuff like that. And then also or also even things like like what do you wear at the gym or and even another thing is like 
how do you interact with other people at the gym? So I know I kind of gave you a pretty loaded question, but like, I guess like a, a general question out of that is like, what are some like proper like etiquettes or is there proper etiquettes that people should, you know, fall in line with when it comes to being in the gym? Right. Since the gym is a public space, um, you know, you got to be able to be willing to share your equipments with other people and not hoard all the equipment to yourself. So that's one thing. Uh, number two, just like we mentioned before, everybody has different goal. So um, like be respectful for what uh, be respectful of the other people um, just because you want to talk, have a one hour with a, like, with a stranger doesn't mean they, they appreciate that like leave them alone you know a lot, a lot of times people have their headset on while they're working out so um you know you don't have to i i had this guy in the gym he always wants to start a conversation and every time he starts a conversation it, it would drag on for an hour and a half and i, I just i try to avoid him because he would just stop me from doing my workout um, I, I don't really mind how people dress. I mean, there's some people who come in with their work clothes. Some people come in in their, um, you know, in their pajamas. I'm okay with that. As long as they're comfortable with it, that's, that's fine. It's just, it's just kind of like the same etiquette as you do in any public settings. You know, respect people's spaces and, and um, try not to draw attention to yourself. Yeah, those are also really good advice to give. Like the first one that you mentioned being sharing, I think, you know, people do forget that, like, you know, you know, this isn't like just your stuff. Like, this is other people, all the other members of the gym. There's, you know, this is stuff that they get to use too, and they get to have access to as well. And, you know, some people think, well, well, these are the ones I've always used. These are the dumbbells I've always used, or I've always used this machine. But it's like, okay, well, maybe other people use that machine too, but like they maybe, didn't come in on a Monday that you're here, but then like they may use this machine on a Tuesday, but they had to come in today on a Monday because of maybe uh they had something going on on the day that they usually come in on a Tuesday. So, you know, people um can be a little a little greedy, a little selfish with the gym equipment. I've seen that before where, you know, people the little bit of the gym time that I've actually gone to, I've seen where people um have done that, like where they'll um like try to keep everything in their area and like you know, don't come grab none of this you know basically they don't say it but they're basically their body language is like you know you stay back you know get away from all of this gym stuff so you know you go use all those other stuff there's plenty of equipment plenty of machines but you know people do need to realize that it's not all about them <laughs> oh but you know for some people it's all about them yeah. <laughs> very true <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> people do have a pretty a pretty big, you know, like almost like a self-worshipping kind of like attitude about themselves sometimes. You know, people do have a little bit more um, like a, a brag, braggy kind of attitude where like, you know, hey, look at me, you know, like I'm coming in and, uh, you know, then they can, um, they can be very, you know, the way that people, you know, are in the gym, like you can tell those that are, you know, that are very prideful, you know, you could kind of spot out those pretty quick. And those are the ones that I try to stay away from because I feel like those people will be the type that want to try to like intimidate others. And it's like, yeah, I'm just going to keep to myself over here. Like, thanks, you know, keep your distance over there. <laughs> 
Right. Well, you could do that by not taking not, not taking a shower for days. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's another thing is proper personal hygiene in the gym. Um, you know, don't don't go in smelling like you never taken a shower. Yeah, yeah, because we know that once you like starting off clean and like with a good hygiene and like, and you know, we all know that when you work out, you're going to sweat and more than likely you're going to, you may eventually by the end of your workout, you may realize, okay, well, I need to go take a shower, you go take a bath or whatever. So, but don't come and start an off smell like BO. That, that's never a good start. And uh, always wipe off your equipment like before and after use, you know, for consideration of not only yourself, but for others. Yeah, that's very true. I, I, too many, too often I've seen it where people just put, you know, are done with something and then they just kind of walk away from it. But it's like, you don't realize that that can spread germs. Like, you know, you, you got to be very mindful of those kind of things because you never know, even if you're not the one that's sick, you may be carrying something that somebody may have had at some point. And also just some, nobody wants to be like holding on to the same, like, stuff that your sweaty hands and palms and all of that has been touching so you know it just yeah it's easier it would just be easier if we were just more mind more mindful in those situations like actually you know cleaning up behind us and like leaving it how we how we picked it up and or you know whether it's the uh, dumbbells or weights or something like that you know like you know people can be very you know forgetful in that way so yeah just a good reminder clean up after yourself Yep. Yeah, so, most certainly. Yeah, so that's good. And then as far as attire, yeah, like you said, as long as you're comfortable in what you're wearing, um, I think that's good. You know, I think that's a, a good thing. Just, you know, I feel like you, know, you did bring up a point about like bringing attention to yourself. I think that could even be a good point, too, because like sometimes maybe some people may wear certain attire that can... uh you know, that could be a little revealing. And so I think people just need to have a level of modesty, not to where like you have to come in wearing like a whole bodysuit head to toe, but more of just, you know, realizing that like you don't want to draw people's attention away because they see your booty cheeks over there and <laughs> trying to work out over there. So it's like, um, just have a level of respect for other people. I think that's a good, uh, you know, point to bring up. Right. I mean, you know, it's not inappropriate to be drawing attention to yourself. It's just a little bit of a nuisance for other gym goers. You know, evening, he'll deadlift 600 pounds and he'll scream off the top of his lungs so everyone can hear him. <laughs> I mean, that's not, you know, that's appropriate per se, but it's still people would just look at him and says, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hurt himself. <laughs> on for Instagram. yeah yeah a lot of people there are people that are out there like that where they will uh they'll make sure like i'm letting you know i'm having a hard workout over here by like you screaming my guts out and grunting really loud or moaning really loud it's like okay not everybody wants to hear that like you know i'm sure you can you can bring that decibel down a little bit you can bring it down from a, a high level of a 10 bring it down to about a, a three like, I'm, I know that there are moments where you feel like you're like, whew, or, you know, something like that, but you don't have to like, whoo. <laughs> it's like people, people right. can be and pretty, that, pretty loud. And another one is drop, 
slamming their barbells on the ground so it echoes through the whole fitness center. Mm. That's my other pet peeve. Yeah, true. Yeah, that would be a pet peeve of mine as well. Like if I keep hearing somebody just slamming it down, it's like okay, like like that's a that's going to be a little annoying hearing that constantly. If I'm if I just walked in here and I'm just now hearing that, and I'm going to hear that for a while. Um, it's going to be pretty annoying. So, right. um, If you can't slowly put lower your, if you can't slowly put your fit, uh, fitness equipment down, you're lift, you're lifting too much weight. yeah, exactly. Yeah, It's you, not, you, it's very distracting. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And another thing that you brought up is, um, you know, how you said there's somebody there that sometimes they'll hold a conversation with you for a long time. And I think people need to be even more mindful of that, too, is that like, not everybody is at the gym for five hours of their day. Like some people, it maybe only have a short window period. Some people maybe are only there for just an hour. And you probably just took that whole opportunity for them getting to work out because you're there just wanting to talk to somebody about um, just a whole bunch of nothing. And, you know, it just gets you to where it, you just feel like, okay, well, all I did was I came here and just talked to somebody. Now I had to go, go back and, You know, and then it, that may even make you not want to go to the gym or makes you, maybe makes you want to move to another gym. So it just, you know, it could be, it could definitely do, you know, no good for the other person when people aren't mindful of even that situation, too. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it's very, again, it's very distracting. And most people go there to focus on their goals and they're not there to be distracted by someone trying to socialize with them. You know, if you want to do, want to socialize in a gym, go, go, go elsewhere. Go, go to, uh, you know, go, go to a park or go outside a gym. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good, you know, to bring up is that, you know, it, it very much is like all of these things that we brought up, it could bring a, a big distraction in our workout journey. And, um, you know, people just need to be more mindful of all of these areas that, you know, there's not everybody is there to, you know, not everybody wants to be like, you know, this person has a very extroverted and like just wants to talk to people some people are actually there to reach their goals and they want to use all of their time to to perfect themselves or like to get to where they reach their goals and to get all of their workouts in and you just being there is like almost like a stumbling block it, it's stopping you from reaching your goals quicker because you are having to focus on talking to somebody who who's just giving you very basic level, surface level conversations about a whole bunch of nothing. And then it's like, all right, I could be spending my time over there at the machine or, uh, you know, over there lifting weights, but, but here I am um, taking this time away to, to talk to somebody. And that's not what I paid for. That's not what my membership is for. So like you said, a park or, or something like that, like a, um, you know, just any kind of, class you know where it's maybe more of an intimate lower like a sl smaller class of people that are maybe in there but yeah jim you know people let's be more mindful Yep, <laughs> I agree. so um i guess my final question is actually um just more of a preference question so um my question is um do you prefer doing your workouts during the morning time or nighttime i know you actually probably do it during both, but is there one that you would prefer one over the other?
Uh, most of the time, I prefer nighttime because if I go go to the gym during daytime, I give myself more excuse to overeat afterwards. <laughs> um, on weekends, I would go every once in a while. I would go to the gym in the morning, and then afterwards, you feel so hungry, you end up eating a lot more than you need to, and I uh, end up and you say you'll say to yourself, "Well, you know what? I worked out today, so I could I have the uh, I have every reason to eat, I have every reason to snack." Well, guess what? You know that that leads to overeating, and that kind of defeats your goal of I want to lose weight or I want to be fitter, leaner. So. I make it so I go to the gym at nighttime. So when I come home, I can shower, and by the by then it's bedtime, so I can just go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a very good reason to do workouts during the night. I feel like, um, I feel like I could see it from both sides. Like I feel like I've done it during the morning times, and I've fallen in that exact trap that you're talking about as far as like overeating. Like I'll tell myself, like you know, well, you you did some exercise today. You deserve a reward. You deserve a good meal, and and then. here i go i start eating it and then it defeated the whole purpose of me waking up early to go do it Right. And so it's almost <laughs> self-defeating, you know, mechanism. yeah that that's been a struggle for me because i already hated enough like getting up early but then trying to get up earlier to go to the gym and then then basically defeating that whole purpose of waking up earlier to go to the gym before you work It um, you know, it could be very uh I can have a very like defeated attitude. And that's exactly where I was a year ago, where I had that defeated attitude, like, I've been going to the gym for two months. I haven't lost a single pound. Gee, I wonder why, because I'm going to the workouts and then I later in the day I start eating just whatever, thinking that like, oh, you worked out, you're good. But it it's a it's a very bad pattern to fall into and Um, I'm glad that it took me almost 30 years of my life to realize that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's another, that's another thing, you know, diet plays another big factor in the workout. You know, if you're not eating right, just because you go to gym and work out doesn't mean you'll lose weight or reach your fitness goal. Yeah, very true. Yeah, as someone once told me that like, like a as much, it is important to work out and exercise, of course. But I feel like it's even more important to like watch what you eat because I heard that like eighty percent is like what you eat, your diet, and stuff like that. Whereas the other twenty percent is workout and exercise. And I'm not saying that it means that workout and exercise is not as important, but I guess like maybe your priority should be. You know, I definitely have that workout and exercise, you know, pattern, that healthy pattern. But at the same time, um, reward yourself, but like reward yourself in a way to where it's not to where you're not eating this unhealthy stuff to where you're defeating the whole purpose of like the whole getting to your goal of like losing weight and stuff like that. So I think that, um, you know, that's something that I even have to tell myself too. like I do. Basically, I'm doing like 100% um, like trying to eat better, but then like 0% workout and exercise. It's like you can't do one without the other, but it's like I keep trying to convince myself to like, I don't want to go to the gym, but it's like, but a lot of it has to do with just getting up early. So maybe I should try the nighttime workouts. Yeah. And um, that's another thing. Calorie, you know, people count calories.
or they look at food like, oh, I, I need to avoid certain types of food or I need to eat a certain way. I mean, calories, calories. Um, but the key is avoid simple carbs. Um, so if you could find ways to replace, um, I wouldn't go as extreme as fasting or like starving yourself because none of us like that. None of, none of us like starving ourselves. Mm So, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a good example to bring up. That like, you know, none of us like that. None of none of us like starving ourselves. So, you know, in a in a consequence to that is, well, we end up overeat once we get off that fasting phase, and when we overeat, we
And then because like usually, like Gary said, usually if you go into one of those fastings, well, as soon as the fasting is over, then like you start overeating because you're you're so hungry. And then you get into this, um, you get into this, you know, whole mindset that, you know, is that defeats like your whole goal. Like, you know, you get into the mindset of like, oh, I just want to eat this, 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 this. And then it's like, okay, well, then you're going to get right back from where you started. You're going to be back at square one. So there's definitely um, a, a healthier way and a definitely more um, a better alternative and options that you can make nowadays compared to just um, trying to starve yourself. So, um, you know, I think that's um, a really good thing to bring up as well during this um, topic on like working out and exercising. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have to, you know, work out and then eat right. And another is sleep. You got to get you got to get adequate sleep. You can't you can't uh, pull an all nighter and work out because your bodies will shut down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sleep is a good one to bring up too. That like, you know, people don't realize that like you you really do need a healthy level of sleep, a healthy amount of sleep, um, within your daily like just each day. Like I, you know, people may think like, oh, okay, well I can you know sleep and not work out. Well, that's me like having a healthier lifestyle. No, that's not how it works. You got to add it all together. You can't just <laughs> you can't just yeah. add like you know, three plus zero plus zero equals five. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta actually put more effort into each area and, you know, and actually make it work to where, you know, long-term it's going to help you and, um, you know, have a healthier lifestyle. So don't, you know, don't take this end of this, you know, topic and just think, oh, okay, well, they said you could sleep better. So that that's going to be what I'm going to do. No, you got to do sleep and the other things involved. You got to, you know, be sure you're eating right and actually doing some exercising and working out. That's the whole point of this topic. <laughs> right. It has to be a balance because every once in a while, I find myself going there, going to the gym and get, get carried away. I will stay in the gym long, long, longer than I need to. But I got, I got to tell myself, okay, it's past nine thirty at night. I got to get back to my, I got to get back home and and sleep so I can wake up the next morning. And so you got, you got to balance your fitness routine, you know along with your diets and then your, um, your sleep routine. Uh, you gotta get, you gotta get adequate, uh, you gotta get adequate on all three of them. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, like you said, there's a good balance that like, you know, people need to, you know, fall, like you try to find that perfect balance and like making sure they apply that to their lives on a daily. And, um, you know, too often, you know, we, we fall off the tracks, but all we can do is just, you know, remember to pick ourselves back up and, you know, just keep on at it. Like don't, don't give up on your, you know, your dreams when it comes to your workout and exercise, like goals, like what are you doing it for? Just remind yourself of what you're doing it for. Like whether you're trying to lose weight, whether you're trying to get a lot more toned and a lot more in shape and, um, you know, just constantly remind yourself, why am I doing this? I don't, um, I just don't ever let any kind of obstacle bring you down. There's, there's many ways to, to make your, um, your goals that you feel like that are impossible. There's like ways to make that uh, a reality. If you just really put your mind, heart and soul into it. Yes, absolutely. You're, you're right on that. So, 
anyways, I think that is actually going to end this topic on workout and exercise. It was definitely good getting to talk about this and um, even just even with me, like talking about stuff that I feel like I, I struggle with even to this day. And it's good, like having somebody uh, like you that, you know, has a little bit more experience with this area that can be able to provide like some advice or or even just healthy habits that you have created in your own life. So I definitely appreciated you being on here today. Oh, thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. It was definitely good having you. And I've definitely enjoyed having, um, you know, my viewers here on as well, whether you are listening to this on any of the podcast streaming platforms or whether you are watching this from YouTube or even my Instagram page at Not Your Average Joel. Um, I definitely appreciate your support um, any and every way possible. So uh, anyways, everybody, I hope they all have an amazing rest of your day or night, depending on when you're watching or listening to this. And I will see y'all here on the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. I'll talk to y'all later. Take care. God bless. Thank you, everybody, that took the time to listen to this episode of Not Your Average Joel. My podcast is available not only on YouTube, but also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I also have an Instagram page where you can see outstanding moments, behind the scenes, and even a funny moment or two from each episode at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. If you want to get in contact with me, then my Instagram page is probably the best way to do so through direct messaging. I appreciate any kind of support that you have given to this channel, whether you are a guest or a listener to this podcast. Once again, I thank y'all so much, and I look forward to sharing more of my life with y'all on the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. Goodbye.